stay on top of all meaningful top trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Well, so many conversations in the last little while about illegal mining and the impact that that has on communities. You heard yesterday how there had been, I mean, literally a shootout between uh, Joburg's Metro Police, as I understand it, and illegal miners in the Matolesville area um, in Joburg. But in Cajiso on the West Rand, remember last year we were all focusing on that uh, near Krugersdorp after what happened there and the story around eight women who were raped by illegal miners there. Now there's been big protests again by Cajiso residents. And that's because people say that they are basically not getting any of the money from the mining that takes place. One of the community leaders in that area is Pastor Joe Malbella. Pastor Joe, good morning. Hi, good morning. Good morning, sir. There have been so many problems there. And I remember all of the promises made by the government, by the officials. I'll never forget watching, I mean, I'd never seen such a thing on TV, a deputy police commissioner, national police commissioner, literally, you know, going to work herself and tipping over the equipment used by illegal miners. Did any of that change anything? Or is the illegal mining still going on? Uh, You know, unfortunately, much as one would love to say that things have changed, but they haven't. Uh, what we have seen now is that these illegal miners have come back and it's like they have tripled, you know, in terms of numbers and in their efforts. And uh, I think now heavily armed more than before. You know, it's like they have come back very, 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 very strong. And uh, even taunting community members, you know, you know, when people stand there and say to you, uh, we told you we will be back. We told you that nothing will happen to us. And uh, remember the court case of the, those women at the rate? And uh, the you know, minister of police stood in public and said 14 people, uh, 14 of those Basutu uh, nationals uh, have been positively uh, linked with DNA. And then later on, you know, uh, we were told, no, there was an error, it was a mistake, those guys were never linked, and the case was just dropped, and the guys were let go. And, you know, as if to add, uh, to rub salt to the wound, what then happens is, instead of these guys being uh, deported because they were now charged with being in the country illegally, they were simply told to go back to where they were found, to go back to that place in West Village, stay there and wait there and fix their paper so that they become bigger in the country. And that was it, you know, case closed, you know. It, it is incredible, and I think the, the, the problems that you and your community are living through in, in Kahiso around there, I mean, very similar to what we've seen in Rivoli and so many other parts of the country. The fact is that illegal miners are organized, they have money, they have resources, they have guns, and then they also are making money out of what they're doing. It's very dangerous. I wouldn't want to be one of them. What, what I'm saying is that this makes it, I mean, very hard for a community to combat. You're up against organized people with guns. Yeah, that, that, that is a problem. And then certain individuals become targeted. You know, we start receiving phone calls, anonymous calls. We start being followed by cars that we don't know. We start receiving warnings from some of the you know, top political leaders telling you that, hey, state, you have that thing, you are treading on dangerous paths and so on. And now you realize that this is bigger than what you thought. You know, uh, uh, people start living in fear, you know. Uh, but fortunately, people like us who have dedicated themselves to the struggles for justice and the liberation of our people 
I'm not even afraid of these things. I mean, we've gone through the worst under the apartheid uh, systems. We've been detained without any, you know, without trials, etc. So these things no longer bother us, you know. Uh, but, you know, for ordinary people down there who stand up uh, for justice, who stand up for fairness, and then they get threatened, you know, uh, it, it becomes very difficult. But, you know, you see this thing, is that people are coming in. Like, the recent thing in Kafiso, a day yesterday, we had a protest. It was, uh, we have this big company, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Mintails and mm. your Mohale Gold coming in. Now they have a tender that they have received, 20 billion grand tender for the next 20 years to start mining there and retreating those mines. There were agreements with these companies that they are going to hire people in the community. They are going to involve the community people. Instead, they just came in about last week and started operation. And the people were surprised what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then the people of Kahiso went there, marched to that place to demand a meeting with the leaders uh, of that company. Unfortunately, the management in their arrogance, you know, capitalistic arrogance, uh, applied for a court interdict against, you know, crazy against the mayor, the municipality, 30 sure. members of the community, the commissioner of police provisionally. And I mean, <laughs> and <laughs> we're supposed to go to court on Tuesday mm. on the first. And sure. the matter has been postponed to October now. And so yesterday, the people went on the protest to say, no, uh, this cannot go on. You know, where's the 60-40 mm. agreement? You know, uh, in terms of uh, procurement and tenant procedures, they're supposed to employ people from their community, 70% and 30% from outside. They came with 100% people from outside, some illegal foreigners. Mm. And, and we're like, no, it cannot be, you know. Um, so, I, I, so, so clearly the state is failing, right? Um, and here's, here's the question is, I don't know what the state can do given the current uh, position that we find ourselves in. So if, for example, and this happened in Rivoli uh, last week, they blocked off the holes, right? And the miners just went and opened them up again because they know how to do that. They can do that. They have a, you know, access to explosives. And it's got so bad that, I mean, if the state were to come and say to me, all right, Stephen, what would you do to solve this? I would say to them, I don't know what you would do. Um, you live there. Uh, a pastor. I mean, do you have some suggestions for long-term solutions here? Now, there's some things that are obvious. If we grew the economy, if we gave people other options other than going illegally underground, they wouldn't do it. They need those other options. Is there anything else we can do? Yeah. Look, we have sat down with some of the stakeholders and also uh, government officials, and we have said to them, let us, you, you know, do a study on these things. You know, uh, your, your environmental assessment impact study on this thing, and, and 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 find out as to why did the companies such as Mintail and Mohaleko, those that operated there, why did they live in the first place? Why did they abandon the mines in the first place? You know, are those mines still tenable? Can we still, you know, make use of those mines, or is it dangerous to be there? What can be done? You know, we need to do a study on these things and see how this can then benefit the the community. If the mines are tenable and if the mines can be rehabilitated. Let's rehabilitate them. If it's still workable in under those lands, if the gold can still be retracted one or the other, let it be done but let it be done in a legal way and employ people in the community. You know, if we can start there. But then the problem is you have a situation where a former employees remember as if uh, these illegal miners 
are former and many of them are former employees of these particular mines. They know this thing. They know the underground. They know what is happening under because before the mines were shut down, they were working there. Now they are coming back there. But the question is, who brings them there? And even when they get the gold from there, they're not keeping the gold to themselves, these guys. Where is this gold going to? Mm, sure. You know, who receives these gold? Who buys these gold? Mm. Uh, this mm. gold from them? And, and, and once that question can be answered, I'm telling you, we'll get a breakthrough. Because as it is now, these guys are carrying all the sack mm. of sand, you know, on a daily basis uh, with this gold dust. And they process it in their pendukas, and then they get gold out of that, these gold mm. nuggets. Where are these gold nuggets ending up? Yeah, sure. All right. Thank you, Pastor Joe Mabuela. I really appreciate the time. A community leader in Krugersdorp, as you can hear. And just some thoughts on a really difficult issue at the moment, illegal mining. 19 after 8.